You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Moore from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Jesus is the Truth podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mora. I am the creator of Obey Christ and Jesus is the Truth podcast, as well as founder and director of River Business Academy. So yay, welcome back, you guys. Guys, I really do think I'm going to get back to uh, introducing myself in the beginning of videos and things like this. I think it's much easier that way, especially for visitors, people who are new here and things like this. Also, maybe even some of you who are not necessarily new, you've been around for a while and you just never knew my name because I never said it. (laughs) Also, it's clearly not in my, um, it doesn't display uh, in the branding necessarily. Um, Well, it does on my YouTube channel art, like the banner, but outside of that, you really won't see my name unless you go kind of digging a little bit for it. So I want to change that. And again, I think it's just easier that way. And it just helps everyone involved. That way you guys know how to address me and, you know, stuff like that. Um, And I've even considered, honestly, really quick, guys, this is just a little side note. I've also considered adding my name to the branding. Like, okay, guys, I digress. Um, Again, welcome back. Thank you guys, those of you who are listening via podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple podcast. I'm so excited you are joining me for another episode. You guys, I have no idea how I'm going to title this episode, but I know it is going to be something that is going to ruffle a lot of feathers for lack of better term because of the, basically because I know it's a hard truth. It's a hard truth. And it's one that's not talked about a lot. Um, because it's, it draws a very clear line in the sand, so to speak. And anytime that happens, people get a, get kind of irritated because, you know, we live in a very quote unquote inclusive generation these days where anything goes, um, literally, uh, almost anything goes. And so, um, yeah, whenever, the Lord makes a very clear distinction between holy and unholy, clean and unclean, right and wrong. People get annoyed. And I get it. I totally get it. It hurts. It cuts. Um, but it, guys, it, it, it is what it is. We serve a holy God. What do you expect? The subject being discussed on today has everything to do with obedience, according to what the Lord's will is for our lives. And it's very um, important. It it is crucial that we have this understanding. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to be of service in this way. And to provide this very important reminder to some of you, to others, this will be news, I guess. Okay, (laughs) guys, I'm going to be reading from uh, the book of 1 Samuel chapter 15. Again, 1 Samuel chapter 15. I will not cover the entire chapter. I would love to, but my time here is limited, um, or at least 
I limit my time <laughs> because I know that most people's attention span is limited. Um, so I like to kind of, I try my best at least to keep these podcast episodes under an hour. So for that reason, I'm going to go ahead and just give you guys a brief summary of the, the context leading up to the passage that I'm going to be teaching on today. <laughs> uh, some of you guys may already be familiar with this. Like I said before, this is actually a very popular passage in the Bible, one that's taught often. However, one thing I can say is I don't often hear people conclude or draw the conclusions that, that I I emphasize. So that's something that may be new to your ears. Um, and yeah, I know it's going to bless you in the sense that you're hearing the truth. And while it may hurt, while it may cut, while it may sting in the beginning, um, it's for your own good and betterment. Is that a word? Betterment? All right, guys, let's move on. And okay, let me go ahead and give you a little bit of uh, context here. So uh, Prophet Samuel gave King Saul very, very specific, very clear instructions from the Lord to go and destroy, completely just erase uh, the existence of the Amalekites. And uh, yeah, everything. Absolutely everything must be destroyed. Those were the instructions. Again, very clear. What is there to misunderstand there? Somehow King Saul uh, found a way to mess that up. So he went there and uh, did not follow the instructions. <laughs> instead, in, instead of destroying everything, he destroyed most things spared the life of the king Agag or Agog A-G-A-G is how you spell his name I'm not sure how to pronounce it so forgive me for those of you who know how to pronounce it <laughs> um and um also spared certain animals uh animals you know cattle goat sheep that were of value. Anything really, the Bible says, that was of high quality or of value, uh, King Saul and his soldiers ended up um, taking with them. So, Prophet Samuel gets wind of this and is immediately disturbed by it because, of course, he knows that was against the Lord's will and clear instruction. So Prophet Samuel approaches King Saul and rebukes him. Uh, by the way, can we just a uh, really brief mention? When Prophet Samuel first approached King Saul, King Saul completely denied any allegations any and all allegations of him disobeying the lord's commandments and instructions and prophet samuel was like if you follow the lord's instructions why do i hear a bunch of ca uh, cattle and sheep you know all around like i guess it was in excess right of uh, cattle and sheep of course because they had just clearly because king saul and his soldiers had just plundered 
the the campgrounds, the 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 land of the Amalekites, and he and they took all of those things, including again the animals, the the cattle, uh, sheep, goat, and everything else that was of that they saw as high quality or whatever the case is. Um, and so, uh, I guess long story short, uh, King Saul denied uh, having disobeyed the Lord until. Uh, prophet Samuel rebuked him and then um, because he's a prophet first of all <laughs> so he already knew the truth uh, and then um, King Samuel finally admitted to having disobeyed the Lord and apologized and repented uh, but it was too late another thing you should know and then I'm gonna hop right into the passage I want to teach is that one of his, King Saul's many justifications was the fact that he stole those animals uh, to later sacrifice them to the Lord in a worship ceremony. That's what he told Prophet Samuel, at least. Okay, so having all this in mind, guys, let's go ahead and hop into uh, verses 22 through 23. Again, I'm in First Samuel chapter 15. And I'm going to read verses 22 through 23. And Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Verse 23, Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Amen. That's it. Period. That's it. Guys, this, I could obviously just really die, take a deep dive into this entire chapter and unpack it layer by layer, layer by layer, layer by layer. I don't have that kind of time right now in this moment. So we're just going to stick with verses 22 through 23. And I, and please, I do urge you, I, I, I implore you to go and read the entire chapter. First Samuel chapter 15. Okay. To get a, a deeper understanding of what's going on here. Um, I think it's crucial that we as believers, we as members of the body of Christ who claim to love the Lord and follow his commandments and be submitted to him, those of us who claim that we are submitted to the Lord, right? And obedient because guys, if we claim to love the Lord, what the Lord hears that as is obedience. Why? Because he literally said it. The Lord says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. This is the Lord's love language, so to speak. We need to have this understanding. If you love me, you will obey my commandments, period. Okay. So, it makes sense then that the Lord puts um, disobedience and rebellion next to witchcraft in terms of being wrong. What it, all he's saying there is, is that rebellion to the Lord 
is just as filthy as witchcraft. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that wording. That's what it means. Okay? He's not calling you a witch for disobeying. He's clarifying. Okay? He's making a clarifying statement. He's drawing drawing a line in the sand and saying that, look, you who claim to love me, but refuse to obey what I ask of you. You're just as bad as those who practice witchcraft. Those of you who are stubborn in your ways, you don't want to change, you refuse to change. You're hard-headed. You're just as bad as those who worship idols. It's equal in filth. Is that clear? I really could end this here. Again, I realize this is a hard truth for some of you guys. I do realize that a lot of you uh, put yourself above witches and you put yourself above those who worship idols and are idol worshipers. I get it. That's why I said this will cut. Okay, because it doesn't matter what you think or what you feel. It doesn't matter how you think the Lord ought to think (laughs) and perceive your stubbornness and your rebellion. The Lord says it's filth. The Lord says it's unclean and it's unholy. The Lord says that your disobedience is no more clean than witchcraft. The Lord says your stubbornness is just as holy as worshiping idols. Meaning it's not holy at all. Okay. So I just want to read these two verses again. I'm going to do another quick summary, a little bit more commentary, and then we're going to be, we're going to be done with this one, you guys. Oh my gosh. Because I honestly think it's pretty clear. (laughs) Again, I understand some of you are annoyed and that's okay. It's okay. Um, What are you going to do about it though? You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's for, this is so that you change your ways in a way that is more pleasing in the sight of the Lord. And that's going to include you being obedient. Okay. So let me just go ahead and read verses 22 through 23. But Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience? to his voice listen prophet samuel is saying listen obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft that means they're the same you guys when you put them on a scale you put it on the scale on the side of the lord witchcraft and rebellion weigh the same In the sight of the Lord. And stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols. So you're making fun of the Buddhists. 
and even the Catholics in a lot of ways, those of them who blatantly worship idols. Um, and anyone else out there, I don't know, what are there, like hundreds of other belief systems out there that include idols and false gods and all that stuff. Um, my point is the Lord is saying that your stubbornness is just as bad as bad to him. Like it's just as sinful in his eyes, in his sight as those who worship idols. And honestly, guys, that's amazing to me. Like seriously, think about it. Take your time and meditate on that really quickly. All of these people dressing up and going to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. By the way, there's no nothing wrong with that, guys. Stay in church. Go to church. I'm not saying don't go to church. I'm making a point here. So hear me out. Okay, follow me. <laughs> Some of y'all get so easily offended. So I have to like give these little disclaimers midway. So you can stay with me. Okay. Don't get your undies in a bunch. We got people, quote unquote Christians, okay, showing up to church faithfully week after week. They got a devotional book, a devotional journal. They have uh, the the art with the scriptures that they have hanging up in their living room. Guys, (laughs) hear me, okay? Nothing against any of you who have art with scriptures in your living room. (laughs) Follow what I'm saying, okay? My point is, you have quote unquote Christians doing all of this and still walking in disobedience. The same Christians, quote unquote, who make posts on social media speaking against witchcraft, as they should, right? Witchcraft is wrong. But take the plank out your own eye first says the Lord. What did I tell you to do that you have yet to do? Take the plank out of your own eye first, says the Lord. What is it that I've called you to do in this hour that you refuse to do? Some of y'all got some homework. That's what the Holy Spirit just told me. Homework in the sense that Y'all got some thinking to do. Self-reflection, fasting and praying, and some repenting to do. Repenting for what? Guys, sorry if you can hear my like shirt rubbing against my desk here. I'm trying to avoid the sound of like the squeaking and all the that. But um, yeah, the Lord is calling us to obey him. He's calling us to have faith in him. And to follow his commandments, to follow his instructions, to obey what he says. When we don't do what he told us to do, it's considered disobedience. And he clearly states right here what disobedience looks like in his eyes. So why then would you risk disobeying? The Lord. Why would you risk doing what you want to do for your comfort? Really, I mean, truly, you're doing it for your comfort right now, but you're risking your salvation. 
you're risking your salvation for your comfort because you don't want to get in front of people and speak. The Lord promised he would give you strength. He promised he would give you the words to say. All you have to do is submit. He promised he would provide every need that you will have along the journey that he put before you. Not the journey that you put before yourself. I'm I'm gonna die I'm I'm gonna show some restraint and back up off of that point because I could really just teach that whole thing. I done knocked the mic out the way, y'all. I could teach that whole thing. And actually I do dive into that uh a lot more um in the courses in, in RBA. Because again, it's important that we have this understanding. The Lord will provide. Do not fear. The Lord will provide. Do not be afraid. The Lord goes with you and he goes before you. Do not be afraid. These are the Lord's promises. But again, how can I expect you to know that when you don't read your Bible? You, you simply won't. You won't know it unless you read your Bible is my point. That's why the Lord commanded us to meditate on the word of God day and night. You guys, this was for our own good. Any and everything that the Lord instructs us to do is for our own good. Ultimately, whether we realize it or not in the moment is beside the point. It is for our own good ultimately. And I can say right here, I know some of you, I'm sure, can say the same thing. When you... Once you've gone past the storm, you've gone, you, now you've overcome the storm, you're looking back on your life. And it's not until you look back in retrospect that you realize, oh, that's what the Lord was doing. And that's why he told me to do that. That's why he told me to go there. That's why he told me to leave him alone. That's why he told me to stop talking to that person and leave that job and do this and do it. You look back on your life and you realize you're, you're finally able to piece it together. Guys. That's where our faith comes in. We can't rip that's that's where that's why he again instructs us not to rely on our own understanding, but in every way acknowledge him and he will direct our path. Amen. I feel the Holy Spirit. You guys have decisions to make and you refuse to seek out God, but you call yourself a Christian. Y'all Constantly make decisions on your own, whether it's your partner, your significant other, who you will marry, whether it's um, your job, your career, a business venture, whether it's a move that you're thinking about. Y'all just doing what y'all want to do. You said it's your life. You grown. You can do that. <laughs> and guess what? Uh, You sure can says the Lord, because you have free will. So yeah, at the end of the day, you can do what you want to do. Doesn't mean there's not going to be consequences. I mean, some, some people, I think this is where a lot of people get it wrong. Um, and that is they paint sin to look like you drunk, passed out in the club, you gay out there being a gay prostitute. I don't know you drugging, 
you cracked out, passed out in the street. You uh, prostituting yourself. You molesting kids and stuff. Um, guys, fill in the blank. Y'all know a bunch of, just think of bad stuff, I guess, and fill in the blank. That's how you paint out sin in your mind. So you say to yourself, oh, I'm not doing any of those things. I am on the right track and I'm up here somewhere. And the Lord said to humble yourself. Humble yourself and do some self-reflection. And just double check. Double check and see if you really are doing what he told you to do. Because get this. If you ain't doing what he told you to do, you're against him. And if you're being rebellious and disobedient and going against what he told you to do, you just as bad as all them people you judging. I don't care how many times you go to church. I don't care if you even on the pulpit, singing, pastoring, preaching, talking, counseling. I don't care if you hug every single member of your church on every Sunday after church. You you make sure you stay after church so you can hug every single one of them on their way to their house, on their way out the door. You the, you the door hugger. It don't matter. If the Lord told you to get up and move to that state, start that business, or go here, go there, do this thing, do it, uh, stop that thing, leave that alone, leave him alone, leave her alone, uh, talk to him instead, talk to her instead, go this way, turn right, sit down, stand up, whatever the case is, all of it is for your good in order for you to prosper, in order for you to Go forth and, and do great things. But if you have yet to do any of the things he's asked you to do, whether it's big or small, if you just absolutely refuse to do what he has called you to do, you guys, which first of all, in order to even get to that place, you have to be in a submissive position. You have to, in, in order to even get to that place, honestly, you have to already have a submissive heart. And have already made the decision that your life doesn't belong to you, but it belongs to the Lord. And I will submit my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is my reasonable service. That's me acknowledging my under. That's me acknowledging my true position in the body of Christ, that of a servant. Yes, I'm a daughter of the Most High God. Yes, I've been given authority by way of the Holy Spirit. Because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. These things are all true, of course. And I've been called to submit my body as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Guys, I know y'all know that scripture. I know y'all know that verse. Why? Do you insist upon ignoring it and dare to continue to call yourself a Christian? Listen, I know it's a hard truth. I know y'all don't care to really, y'all probably, I'm sure some of y'all don't clicked off by now. Those of you who are still listening though, I commend you. You can take a hard word. You can take a cut. And I pray that you not just hear what I'm saying, 
but let the Holy, allow the Holy Spirit to do the work on the inside of you in order for you to change the error of your ways according to God's will. Amen. If need be and whenever necessary. Guys, this is a work that had to be done on the inside of me as well. And it's a continuous work in the sense that we are instructed to pick up our cross daily and follow after him. Meaning this is a daily battle. It's ongoing. Day after day is a decision you make over and over again to follow after what the Lord has commanded us to do. You see, it's not until you realize your position that you will accept this as your lifestyle. It's not until you realize that your life truly does not belong to you that you will begin to accept this lifestyle. And I I, I, I hear some of you, I know this video hasn't even gone out, but the Holy, by way of the Holy Spirit, of course, he's the one that reveals all things. The Lord reveals all things. And I can already hear some of y'all thinking, you don't want a pastor. You don't want to preach. You don't want to be a minister. You don't want to be on YouTube prophesying and pastoring and all this <laughs> ministering or whatever else in your mind you think the Lord is going to call you to do. You you just want to fade to the back and chill and continue to, you know, go to church on Wednesdays and Sundays and read your Bible from time to time and go to Bible study on TikTok. And you just want to chill and be left alone. And you feel like once you submit fully to the Lord, he's going to call you up to the front. More than likely he will. Hey, it is what it is. I'm a living testimony of that. So, hey, it is what it is. But wouldn't you rather, first of all, let me just say this. You don't even know if that's the case. Everybody has a different assignment on their life and a different calling on their life. And it's going to be different. It's going to be unique to you. So it's not necessarily the case that you will be on YouTube or have to make a YouTube channel. However, be reminded that oftentimes it will require you to come to the front. Not all the time. Again, everybody's assignment is different. But I, I oftentimes in some way or another, in some form or another, you will have to stand up and in some way or another, lead a group of people or go before a group of people, whether it's online or in person or whatever the case. Because otherwise, guys, it's very similar to lighting the candle as the passage goes, which I'm going to have to put it on the screen because I don't know about heart. But it's very similar to um, the the passage about the candle being lit and then covered by like a, sh- a lampshade or not a lampshade, but a lamp, a, a candle being lit and then covered by like a, a shade or a, 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 th- a covering. I forget the name. I'm, I'll put it on the screen. But yeah. So what's the point of you being filled up with the Holy Spirit and the glory of the Lord shining brightly through you as a yielded vessel being used by him? For them to then take you and hide you under a rock and behind a curtain, which was my dwelling place for a long time, y'all. I love to be just doing my own thing, um, just floating around. I traveled a lot to different like countries and stuff. And, and then when I wasn't doing that, I was in somebody's classroom because I loved studying. I loved being in school and stuff like that. And um, 
I don't know. I was just minding my business pretty much. And I was very content with that lifestyle. I was not on social media heavy. I just preferred to be in the background. I'll just leave it at that. And my point is, um, the Lord said otherwise. And so at that point, my emotions become my cross. My flesh has got to submit. And what helps it to submit is fasting and reading God's word and constantly on a regular consecutive basis, obey, 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 obey what the Lord is saying. Your flesh gets weaker and weaker. The more you fast, the more you read the Lord's word and meditate on his word and spend time with him. And the more you actually do what he's called you to do, your flesh will get weaker and weaker and weaker because it has got to die. I'm not saying you don't, you won't have moments where you struggle, that's the whole point of picking up your cross on a daily basis. It's a constant decision you have to make. And the Lord's not calling us to be quote unquote perfect in our flesh. He does say, however, we're made perfect through him and by way of the Holy Spirit. It's a transformation, a spiritual trans- transformation that takes place in our heart, in our hearts and in our minds that, um, and, and, and of course, by way of the Holy Spirit, living on the inside of us. These are the things that, um, you know, perfect us in the spirit, so to speak. Um, that's another topic for another day. But my point is, um, it's our faith that is counted as righteousness in the sight of the Lord. So yes, if you have faith, you're counted as righteous in the sight of the Lord. The Bible says Abraham's faith count, uh, is what the Lord counted as righteousness. It was because of Abraham's faith that the Lord counted him as righteous. We have, to have, we have to have faith and we have to be obedient. So guys, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up from here. I just want to let you guys know that, you know, let us humble ourselves. I'm not saying we shouldn't call, quote unquote, call a spade a spade and call wrong, wrong and right, right. Because of course we need to continue to do that. Witchcraft is wrong. Um sorcery is wrong uh lying thieving homosexuality molestation uh getting drunk stealing Uh, i already said stealing when i said thieving i think um all these things are wrong (laughs) yes they continue to be wrong but what i want you to realize is that whenever you walk in disobedience and whenever you pick up a lifestyle of stubbornness and that is being hard-headed uh the lord gotta it's like pulling teeth to get you to do anything at a certain point he just gonna back on up off of you and he gonna let you go on ahead about your way because he refuses to go against your will i want you guys to really Like, I need that to, I need that to stick with you. So don't call, the Lord is, okay, this is where the, so so this brings you to my point. I'm going to go ahead and just close here, guys. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So this is why, guys, the Lord has to, to make this known. This is why this very bold statement has to be proclaimed and made known. Because there are people, even, who... (laughs) 
claim to love the Lord and be in the body of Christ and be members of the body of Christ, right? They're claiming to love the Lord. They're claiming to do this. They're claiming to serve the Lord even. But you serve him according to your terms. And you do things according to your way. And according to how you feel on that day. And who you like and who you don't like. Man, I'm really feeling the Holy Spirit here. Because this is not an easy truth. Guys, just because I'm here speaking it to you doesn't mean it's easy for me. I ha- Listen, when I tell you it is constantly dying to my flesh. Anytime I feel led to do something that... Or to be around certain people or whatever the case is that I may disagree with or that I may not respect. Or the list goes on. As long as you are in disobedience, it's just as bad as someone who's in witchcraft and doesn't go to church on Sundays. They actually, out of their mouth, they curse the Lord. Imagine that. Imagine someone who curses the God you claim to serve, practicing witchcraft, and doing all kind of ungodly acts. Imagine in the sight of the Lord, their sin being equal to yours of disobedience. And that's what the Lord said. Putting all your feelings aside, the Lord said what he said. And guys, it is in our best interest to take him at his word. What he said in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verses 22 through 23 let us take him at his word because that's what he meant. So anyway, um, if this convicted you, awesome. <laughs> Welcome. That means uh, the Holy Spirit is with you and he's nudging on you and the Lord is speaking to you and he's trying to get this message through to you before it's too late. It's a hard word, but it's a loving word because it's. It, because the purpose is to save your soul. That's why it's love. He wants to save your soul before it's too late. Because in the end, if you're found on Judgment Day to just be this perfect attendance churchgoer that was disobedient in all of his or her ways, he going to chop it up as... It's just the equals witchcraft gone about your way. You never, he never knew you. You didn't know him for real. And that's just how that's going to be chopped up. Because to know him is to love him and to love him is to serve him and to serve is to obey and to worship. It's all the same. Uh, really quickly before I hop off of here to this upcoming cohort at River Business Academy. You guys, please check it out. Head on over to this website here that I'm putting on the screen and uh, a, a link can be found in the description just below this video. Just click where it says more or whatever that little drop down is right below the title of this video. Open in the description. You'll find a bunch of helpful links and information there. But guys, absolutely get involved if you feel led by the Holy Spirit to get involved in this hour, in this season. Like I said, I'm not talking to everyone. I'm talking to a select group of women who love the Lord, who are submitted to the call of God on their lives and feel called to business and need some help and need some support in getting that business started. I will also go ahead and link above my most recent video or one of my recent videos um, going, in, going into more depth 
uh, about the course lineup that's in this upcoming cohort. So guys, like I said before, get involved. Uh, feel free to um, email me or uh, join the wait list. I'm not sure how relevant that will be by the time you guys see this video, but join it anyway. I do get notified about that, those sort of things. You can always email me. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the first week of class. I'm looking forward to meeting some of you and getting to know you better and helping you and serving you in this way. So I give God all the glory and I'm so excited. But on that note, guys, I'm going to head on off of here and uh, yeah, may God bless you guys. Guys, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much for tuning in. I pray this blessed you. And yeah, may the Lord be with you and please obey the Lord, guys. Let us obey his will. Let us obey his instructions. Let us obey his commandments and let us stay in his will. Amen. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys, have fun. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye.